0: This is Nerve Radio. Okay. Hello, guys. This is the first episode of the fantasy show um, of the new 21-22 Premier League season. Um, Absolutely buzzing to get kicking off again for the Fantasy Premier League. Uh, As mentioned yesterday's podcast, we will be looking to do two pods a week. Um, So, yes, one on Monday, reviewing the games of the weekend, etc. And then the fantasy show, um, which includes the preview. Um, or the games. So yes, this is the first one. Um, today we're going to be diving straight into the teams myself and Andy have put together. We like to think ourselves as fantasy Premier League experts. You may like to differ, but either way, we
1: are having good fun doing this, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. We've got a little head-to-head league this season that we're going to keep everyone updated on. So each week we'll, we'll see, you know, who does best, basically. Uh and then at the end of the season, we'll we'll, we'll see where our final points are. No, I'll be myself. I already know that, but yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, see uh, see. we'll keep the competition yeah. going. Um, well, let's kick off with um with our own teams. Then, um, I think I think I'm almost ready for you know. Obviously, we have got the deadline tonight, Friday night, Brentford Arsenal. I think my team's ready. I think so. I've made well. I've I think a, a long before the pod though. <laughs> Lukaku <laughs> has it. come in. He's come in now that he's on there well i think along
0: with the rest of the country and um, for the last 2 3 weeks been chopping changing the team that i've got now which i'm i'm happy with i'm i'm finalised with uh, is, no, is not is not the same team which was um, 2 weeks ago so that's, wow. that's just the uh, that's just well, the nerves and the uh, going on we to go the through fans through, like, position pre- by position
1: season. we go through position by position on our teams so we'll start we'll with go, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll go by position by position and, then, so, and then we'll let's start uh, We'll have a look at who we think in general for the season a bit later on. So, yeah, let's kick off. Um, I've gone a bit weird in goal because I've looked to save some money in goal. Um, So I've gone for uh, Sanchez at Brighton uh, and Begovic, who was a cheap option, who, you know, I think uh, he might get some game time under Rafa. Um, I think Pickford was kind of a bit of an injury in pre-season. So I'm sure if he's ready to start yet. yeah, I've just gone for, gone for them. You know, Sanchez at Brighton. Brighton kept a lot of clean sheets last season. Their scoring yeah. was their problem. So I'm fairly confident that Sanchez will sort of be a bit of a Martinez in that cheaper option, uh, like last season. And then Begovic is obviously new reserve keeper, but you know, I think he he was four million. So he gave me he gave me good value for what I think is a good goalkeeper. That if he does play for Everton you know Rafa is likely to be quite defensive and so I see Everton keeping some clean sheets so that's why I've gone for those
0: two. okay fair enough. I've uh, my starting goalkeeper is Kasper Schmeichel of Leicester City. Uh, you know Leicester is just top quality side um and Schmeichel um it, you know he's one of the main one of the main personalities in that dressing room. Uh, he's a top quality goalkeeper um for that reason alone I put him in fairly cheap as well 5 million. Uh, compared to some of the other goalkeepers, uh, I think that's quite a, good, quite a good skill for a top six side. And I've gone for Ben Foster uh, on my bench. I think, you know, he's it, it, four million, so he's the cheapest one, and he's a starting goalkeeper. Um, so to have him on the bench, don't see why not. Um, Watford, you know, they could surprise everyone. Um, they did concede the a decent amount of goals in the championship last season, um, which is obviously positive. So, they could be, they could be a, a defensive
1: team to look at. Yeah, and obviously, you know, your second choice goalkeeper, generally you don't play. So, no, uh, they don't. No, don't <laughs> um, so, all right, let's move into the defence. So, I've gone for uh, Ryan Bertrand at Leicester. I've gone for uh, Antonio Rudiger at Chelsea. Um, I've gone for Luke Shaw at United. Ben White at Arsenal. And uh, this one, Samikas, Liverpool left back, only four million. Which of them are your your starting ones, Andy? Uh, This weekend I'm starting, I think, with Bertrand, Rudiger and Samikas. Okay, okay. I've left Shaw on the bench because I think Leeds are going to score a couple, I think. I went with two all, didn't I, yesterday? So I have to stick by my own predictions. (laughs) Uh, I might lose out on potential assists, but um, we'll see. And then I've got Ben White on the bench. He's only £4.5 so he was a cheaper option. Um, and I'm just going to wait to see how Arsenal do defensively before maybe throwing him in, but he's a cheap, good option, I think, uh, to have on the bench. Um, with my starting line up, obviously, Chelsea are at home to Crystal Palace. Uh, Rudiger, I think, is probably a shoe in to start for Chelsea um, at the moment. Um, home, game to Palace, I see a nice clean sheet there. Rudiger has been known to get his head on the ball occasionally and get some goals last season. Uh, with Leicester, I've gone for Ryan Bertrand because, well, one, Leicester have got a, uh, a fairly decent um, start to the season. they you know, Wolves, West Ham, Norwich, the opening three before City. Uh, but then it's Brighton, um, Brighton, Burnley and Palace. So out of those first seven games, really City's the only one I see as a real tough one. I don't see the West Ham as tough as what the Premier League fantasy says it's going to be. It puts it down as a red game, but I don't see that. Um, at the moment. So I think there's a fairly decent start for Leicester to get a few clean sheets there. Bertrand, obviously, an attacking left back, um, potential for assists. And then I've gone for Tamikas because, well, Liverpool again have a fairly decent start. Um, Norwich, Burnley, then they have Chelsea, but then it's Leeds, Palace, Brentford uh, before Man City. So there's, you know, Norwich, Burnley, Palace, Brentford. I definitely see possibly four clean sheets there. And with Andrew Robertson out, it's given Samikas an opportunity to, to make his Premier League debut at left-back and, you know, possibly possibly be Liverpool's left-back for the early part of the season, um, which will be, you know, it is potentially a risk because, you know, we, like, we know that there's the likes of James Milner and possibly Nico Williams could play out there. But from pre-season, Samikas played well in the last few games. And, and I think I think he's looking like the guy that's going to start there. So, yeah, that's Well, my... of
0: course, yeah. I mean, you brought
1: bought, in, you bought in for that exact reason. So, I guess it's only right. Well, to... and, he's, and he's four million. Uh, uh, and the thing is, if he doesn't play a lot, in the end, I'm just going to ring Luke Shaw in for him. So, I normally play three at the back. Um, so, if he isn't doing well, I've got Luke Shaw on the bench there, ready to come in straight away. Um okay. if, Yeah, so if he doesn't start, Luke Shaw will play. Or if he doesn't That's play. not a bad player to have on the bench, Luke Shaw. Definitely. No, and Luke, play, I, that I, I, the I this. You know I went for this thinking I think Samikas will score more points this weekend than Shaw, but Shaw is a long-term guy I want in the team, so that's why he's there. Nice, cool. Uh
0: for my defense, I've gone with four the back. So my team's kind of looking like a four-four-two. I quite like having my defenders in the team because they can get you a lot of points, a lot of points, and just get a clean sheet um, give gives them six points straight away. So I, I do like my defenders. I've gone for all fullbacks um, for reasons, you know, creating assists, creating goals, all scoring goals. Um, I've gone for Ben Chilwell of Chelsea, uh, Luke Shaw. Uh, I've gone for Matt Target of Aston Villa and gone for Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, yeah, so Matt Target was a late edition, very late edition, uh, probably about two minutes ago before the podcast started. Um, I don't know why, it just popped into my head. And looking at with Villa's fixture list, um, yeah. you know, for 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 a team that are building well and that look promising, they've got a fairly decent looking start. But you know, how far does that go in the
1: Premier League? Yeah, I, look I am looking at my team now, thinking I haven't got any Villa players, and you know, I've been picking Villa up actually. Um, so, I, I, but you know, I'm quite happy with the defenders I've got. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stick with what I've got. But I think you a good shout there for Villa defenders. I mean, you know, Tyrone Mings and uh, Esri Concer, you know, were good last season as well, keeping lots of clean sheets there at Villa. So, yeah. Yeah, I think Target's a great shout, mate. And I had, I had Trent Alexander-Arnold in, actually. Seven and a half million. I just couldn't justify it because of... It's a lot it, of money. know, it's
0: big money for him. But I think he's one of the players. you don't have him in, you're going to kick yourself. And
1: I, I ended up, I did have him in, but, you know, I had to bring Lukaku in, which we'll get to later, and, and Trent was one of the players that went out so I could free up some money. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, no, that's, I, I like that defence. Um, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, but- I,
0: um, I think I think with Chelsea, you know, it used to got really tough start, but we're very good defensively, have been so under Thomas Jekyll. That's why I've got confidence that we can keep clean sheets throughout. Um, and yeah, like I said, Trent, you have to have him in your team because if you don't, you will be kicking yourself. Um, but yeah, that's my defence. All right. And, uh, oh, and I, thought, sorry, and I forgot. On my bench, I've got a Livermento, the Chelsea nice. youngster, which moved over to Southampton on a permanent basis. Is he considered
1: um, a defender in the
0: game. Yeah, he's considered like attacking. Is considered a defender in the um, yes, in the fantasy. He's a, he's, a, he's an attacking fullback, uh, to my
1: understanding. Um, well, the high boy he was we were... more of a winger, and he was going to be played as more of a, a wide winger. But so that would be interesting to see where he plays at Southampton, then, because if he does yeah. play further forward in midfield, that could be a really good shout. Um, but it just depends on whether Southampton uh, keep clean sheets. Well, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're they're prone to a nine-nil the thrashing uh, these days once a season. So you know that that could uh, backfire. for the points. They're actually a team I think to kind of avoid at the moment, Saints. But we'll touch on those those things in a bit we we'll move on to our midfields then. Um, well, I'll kick off with the man, the one and only, the Egyptian king, Mo Salah, Mo Salah. <laughs> right. uh, you know, yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. Yeah, for... right, Mo Salah.
1: And then I've got your man, Mason Mount. Um, then I've gone for a, a player that I really supported last season until he got injured, which is Harvey Barnes. Uh, very, uh, very, I really like Harvey Barnes. Um, coming off the left there for, for Leicester. And then I've gone for Riyad Mahrez, who I think... Even though he's one million more expensive than Grealish at nine million instead of eight, I think Mares is obviously that, that, that regular, um, paid really well last year, was, was one of Pep's main men last season, you know, ahead of Sterling. Yeah. Uh, Grealish might take a few games to get going. So I've opted for Mares, a little bit more expensive, but um, it's good to know that, you know, he can be swapped for Grealish for one million cheaper. And with Foden and De Bruyne out, um, I really think Mares is probably a shoe in to start the season. Um, see, so you've got a bit of a tough start, you know. They, they don't have lots, you know. They've got Tottenham, Arsenal, and Leicester in the first four games, sandwiched in between Norwich at home. So, you know, I, I'm convinced they'll score, but you know, hence why we had no city defenders. I'm not sure Tottenham, Arsenal, Leicester, you know, will they keep clean sheets? You know, that's the question there. Um, I know it sounds weird, but I think they'll win those games easily. But you know, could there be the odd goal? And you know, in fantasy, it's all about you know maximizing your points. So,
0: yeah, no, we, we were just, we were discussing this just before we came onto the podcast in terms of clean sheet stuff like that. This season's a whole complete different dimension because of the fans. Um, yeah.
1: So, yeah, away to Tottenham. That you know, with all the things going on. Exactly. You know, we just don't know how things are going to go. Um. So yeah, um, Mahrez, and then I've gone for young Harvey Elliott at Liverpool on the bench. Um. Obviously, nice and cheap at sort of, well, five and a half million, so fairly cheap for a, a midfielder. Obviously, potential to score and assist. Did really well for Blackburn last season. And he's looked pretty sharp in pre-season. And looks like he's going to be in and around the first team this year. You know, one of the reasons why Liverpool probably haven't gone out and, and, and bought another attacking player is because, you know, Jota and um, Harvey Elliott will, will probably, you know, play second fiddle to Mane and Salah. Um, obviously, I opted for Salah over Mane. Um, yeah, he's Liverpool's main man, and Mane had a pretty poor season last year. It'd be interesting to see how he kicks off. Um, obviously, a bit cheaper than you know Salah's expensive at twelve and a half, but you know, twelve and a half million. But I do think, I do think, you know, with the break he's had over the summer, no international tournament, you know, just refreshed, a refreshed Salah. I think it's just going to be insane. Um, and I see. I was tempted to triple captain him against Norwich this weekend, but they're away. So I did think mm, away, away with that the way That would be gold, mate. And if it paid off, you'd, you'd be... But, very you know, good I'm, good I'm good thinking a brace or a hat-trick, here, do you know what I mean? I'm really, I'm really seeing it, but I'm just going to hold off just yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: That would be yeah. funny to see you use that on the first day and then waste it. But yeah. yes, look at my midfield. So I've gone for forward midfield again. I've also gone for your... Egyptian friend, Mo Salah. Uh, he was a player that came in just recently as well. After looking at your fixture list to start with, um, he just, just bangs goals. He? he just loves scoring goals. You can always rely on him to score a lots of goals for you. He was close to the Golden Boot last season, despite Liverpool not having the best season. Um, so that just tells you everything about him. So, yeah, I've got him in there. Um, I think he's definitely a necessary player. Um, The other three who are starting for me, I've got Kai Havertz. I've got a lot of faith in Kai Havertz this season. Uh, I think he's going to be a consistent starter. I think him and Lukaku are the the, the two players that will be starting each game every time. And I think it will be interchanging between um, Timo Werner and Mason Mount, who is in my team. I've put Mason Mount in midfield, um, as you have,
1: Andy. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, yeah, I think Mount's he, going to be that, that guy who provides a lot of the assists for Lukaku this season. I, yeah, I 100%. I'd I, I like to think so. Um, it was a that, toss, I, I did think Havertz, but it was the price that made me go for Mount. He's only like seven and a half. And I think that, you know, with a, a, a prolific striker at the top of Chelsea now, I, I just think he, he's going to get those assists. Those numbers are going to rocket this season. Yeah, I, like I, I,
0: I really, really hope so. Um, so, yeah, that's why he's, he's gone in my team. And the final player in my team is Boko Saka. Uh, he's has got some four man midfield I like him a lot I think he's a top quality player and even though Arsenal may not be looking like the most fresh side going into the season or the most promising side um, anything that's going to happen at Arsenal is going to happen through Bukai it's as simple as that I think
1: yeah I he um, was in my team at
0: one point and he and he's quite a cheap he's quite a cheap option yeah, he's uh, he, so. that's it uh, 6.5 so for, for, I think for a very young attacking player, which, you know, last season involved
1: everything, goals and assists, six and a half million, I think is pretty, pretty good, to be fair. Uh, the only thing that put me off that as well was that they got Chelsea and City after the opening game against Brentford tonight. And uh, so I did wonder, like, whether he was someone that, you could, that I would bring in down the line um, after those games. That was sort of something that played into my football.
0: Yeah, No, that's fair enough, of course. Yeah. Who's your fifth midfielder? So, my fifth field on the bench is Stuart Dennis um, yeah, of Leeds United. He, yeah, really, pop, really like pop, him. Popped into my brain, but
1: he was a defender last year, and that's why he got so many points, because of the clean sheets. And I was just a bit, you know, I only get one point for a clean sheet this season. So, you know, his goal contributions will need to will need to step up.
0: Yeah, um, it, well, it's, 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 a, it's a toss-up to him and Jack Harrison. or like Jack Harrison a lot. He um, got heavily involved last season. Eight goals, eight assists for Leeds United in the Premier League. Um, I, I think Harrison over Dallas perhaps. yeah I, I'm, I think that as we speak I think we'll have to do that um, just based on the fact that Dallas was defender last season in the Premier League yeah that's yeah. why you got
1: so many points because yeah. like the
0: clean sheets you got yeah perhaps um, thank you Andy I will uh, use your tip and I was
1: thinking right in my team oh, well, why did I give you that like you know he's going to go and get you some points this weekend against United now isn't he? <laughs> right let's <laughs> move lovely. to the strikers um, so that's,
0: our, that's our midfields
1: um, yep yeah. All right, um, um, well, you know, and yeah, I obviously play a three-four-three, three, so all my strikers star uh, I've gone for Calleja, Inace, uh, Ivan, Tony, and Romello Lukaku. So I mean, Lukaku speaks for himself. I, I don't. Yeah. See, I see him. St- going straight into the team this weekend I don't see why he wouldn't he's had a full pre-season at uh, Inter uh, he, he, he's not playing Sunday. He? he's not he won't be um,
0: involved or he, he won't be able to feature because of quarantine uh, rules and regulations oh I didn't even consider well thanks for telling me that
1: well <laughs> yeah. I, I may have to bring him out for the weekend and then bring in another striker because I've got money to play with he's one of the most expensive players in the game yeah at, I bet at um, uh, 11 and a half and he's still got a Man United shirt on his um, profile actually That's why is he? It. oh god Um, Oh, well, thanks for telling me that. I I hadn't even considered the quarantine issue. Yeah. Because he's not saying that he's unavailable for the game. So I just put him straight in. So I I may actually... uh, Lukaku will come in in week two then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, well, well, um, that's bold considering the games we've got coming after. uh, I may replace him with someone like Edison Cavani, who I think might do quite well at Man United this season. Um, I was considering Cavani because I think he's going to play down the middle quite a lot for United. And be their main number nine um, so that might that might be someone I consider coming in there or, or possibly bringing in like an Ings like we say you know Villa have got a fairly decent start with Watford Newcastle and Brentford so I might consider that um, but even Tony um, obviously <coughs> brilliant season last season with Brentford Is um, it 31 goals um, I think in a lot, yes a lot, a lot of goals um, lots of goals in the championship I think uh, you know he looks like he's probably going to, I think he can do it in the Premier League. I think Brentford are one of those teams that are going to do quite well to begin with. It's not a bad start. You know, Arsenal tonight, but then Palace and Villa, Brighton, Wolves. You know, good opportunity for him to get some goals early doors. Um, and then I'm going for Acho because I think he, he's going to start to overtake Vardy as the main man up front for Leicester. he he they have got the winner in the Community Shield. I know he came off the bench, but... He was playing very well back in the back end of last season. I think he, he's really going to be a main man for Leicester. And like we discussed, I mean, Wolves, West Ham, and Norwich is their opening three games. I can see him getting goals in those three. Um, yeah, so that's why I've gone for those.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, and from my side, uh, just to clear up, my team is called Class on Grass because that's exactly what they are. Um, so the three strikers to bring us the points this season so far is Mikel Antonio, of West Ham. And Ivan Tony, they're my two starting strikers. Uh, and I've got Patrick Bamford on the bench. So, looking at price-wise, fairly cheap in um, front three, but, you know, Bamford and Antonio, they didn't disappoint last season, banged goals, and, and they got a lot of points. And Ivan Tony, like you said, 31 goals in the Championship last season. Stick him in there. Let's see what he does in the Premier League. I'm His interested league.
1: to see why you put Bamford on the bench. I mean, he's costing you £8 million, and that's 8000000 million you're just putting
0: on the bench. Oh, well, only for this game week. Um, in terms of Man United, I think, you know, I, I'm i not too sure how Leeds will get on against Man United, but I fancy Tony to do a bit more against Arsenal tonight than I do Bamford to do against Man United on um, 12th tomorrow. So, to, yeah, um, yeah that's, that's
1: that's
0: my thing behind that. Um, Antonio was, um, was a it was a tough decision to bring in the third striker. It was Tony and Bamford who were who were the first two. Antonio uh, came in because you know he, he, he knows how to score goals. I don't think he's overly a great player personally, but he does know how to score, how to score goals. He's in and around the box, and I think if West Ham are going to do well, they need their prolific striker Antonio to score the goals for them. So yeah, that's my my five or three. Um, and that's
1: our and that's our team, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's our that's the team's done. Have you got any money left over? Uh, no, no, no. I I I spent to the penny. Nice. Um, so so yeah. Um, I'm just having a look at who I might bring in to play um up front this weekend instead of uh, <laughs> instead of Lukaku. I'm I'm sort of I'm sort of dipping between Kavanaugh, You know, I'm thinking Firmino as well now as well possibly. Oh and, God. Well, against Norwich again, he's had a pretty good like pre-season. Then have got Ings or Bamford possibly. Might go Ings because Watkins is. Um... I was
0: like, yeah, I was looking at Ings, and I think you know he's a tasty-looking player, but he's I just get a bit worried that he might get injured prone or he might
1: find it difficult kicking life off at a new club. So. Well, I'm 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 going to bring him in for Lukaku this weekend because obviously, like okay. you say, Lukaku's unavailable, and then I can just swap him straight back next week because I've got the money in the bank for it. Nice. So that's all good, um, and, and then it leaves me three and a half million in the bank. And if I decide that I don't want the car key because Ings goes and scores a hat trick on the opening day, um, <laughs> you know, I, I've got money to play with, um, uh, with with some other elements of my team. Um, right, well, let's whiz through um, some well, some teams maybe to look out for that might have some players. You know, I'm thinking. Teams that the, the top teams that we think might do well to to get off to a good start, you know, your Leicester's, Liverpool, Man U, um, fairly okay starts, top sides. Um, you know, I'm thinking clean sheets for Liverpool. You know, your Van Dyke's, your, your, your Joe Gomez, like we said, some UCAS might be a really good option at left back. Um, obviously, your front men of Mane and Salah. Um, you know, looking interesting. Leicester, you know, you've got your Barnes, your Madisons, your Nachos, Vardis. Uh, and then defensively, you know, they may have injuries to Fafana and Evans, but then you sort of know they're going to play through and a Marty. And I see them getting a few clean sheets as well. Bertrand, uh, Pereira as well. Um, they the fullbacks. Uh, man United, I think, you know, probably a good shout. Uh, you know, with Varane coming in, I think defensively, you know, they're going to look better. And I think Luke Shaw is your main man there. Um, yeah, hundred percent. And then we've got Chelsea, a bit of a tougher start, but we just both think they're going to do well, don't we?
0: So. Yeah, they, they were a very tough start, but I think as a Chelsea fan, that's what we want. You know, we're, we're coming off a season which we were being the top teams consistently, um, you know, winning, winning trophies. So having a tough start doesn't really frighten me too much because we've been playing a lot of good teams recently and beating them. Yeah. And It just means going later into the season. There's gonna be a lot of easier games to um, hopefully get the points uh, and rack up
1: the three points. Hopefully, all the way to the Premier League title. <laughs> yeah, and Man um, City, we're you know a, we're discussing them as a bit of a conundrum again because Pep likes to rotate, and sometimes you can't second guess who he's gonna play, and you end up with these players that you're, you're trying to guess who's gonna play. So, so I'm sort of limited having too many City players in my team at the moment. I've gone for Mahrez. So I think he's he's a bit of a shoe in. Um, yeah. But, you know, it'd be interesting who starts Sterling or Torres or Jesus. You know, in the midfield, who's going to go? You know, is B- Gundogan going to play, and is he going to be as good as he was last year? You know, as a goal scorer, or is the likes of Grealish coming in going to mean that Gundawan plays deeper? Well,
0: again? yeah, it's it's a strange one there, and obviously you've still we've still got the centre forward striker role at Man City, which needs to be filled, and without without Aguero there now, and um, you no know, you, you know imminent news Hurricane um it up by the Etihad. It seems like Gabriel Jesus may be the one that is going to be starting the season and maybe there or might Ferry be Torres, a worse shout. you
1: know. I think he, he yeah, might or, Yeah, or, yeah, perhaps. But, but this is it. We're okay. second-guessing guessing all the time. Yeah, that's, that's the back. problem. You, we just do not know. <laughs> yeah, is Cancelo going to play? Is Walker going to play? Um, you know, Stones and Diaz look pretty set centre-back. So I'd say if you're going to go defensively, I'll, I would pick, you know, one of those two. Um, Stones being the cheaper option. Um, you know, then Zinchenko or Mendy at left back. You know, it's hard to pick with them. So I'm, I'm sort of a bit yeah, cool. yeah. I think if you're going to go for a City player, go for Edison. If <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's probably the only shoe in, but an expensive goalkeeper, <laughs> but clean sheets definitely. Um, Uh, yeah, other teams then uh, that I think might do well, you know, Villa, Brighton, Everton, West Ham have all got fairly decent starts. Um, Villa, you know, Buendia, Bailey, Ings, Watkins, good attacking options, uh, all relatively cheap as well um, compared to other players in those positions. And we've discussed their defence earlier, uh, you know, Matt Target, Tyron Mings, Esri um, Concer. Uh, Brighton are a team that I'm, I'm intrigued by as well. You, know, yeah. you know, like, like Lana at five and a half million in midfield. You know, if he if he has a good start to the season, that could be a really good shout. You know, Solly March is the same at five and a half million. Um, you know, Mope up front is a cheap option. Andone up front a cheap option. You know, the if they've got their act together going forward, they they could you know really be some cheap attacking options. Um, without Ben White, though, are they going to be as good defensively? I hope so. I've gone for Sanchez in goal. Um. But yeah, uh, and Everton as well, a fairly decent start, but I'm sort of unsure of, you know, maybe defensively they're going to be good. I'm just unsure going forward under Benitez, who's not the most progressive of managers. And it'd be interesting to see who starts for them at the back. You know, you've got you know, Mason Holgate, Michael Keane, uh, potential players. Uh, Luca Dina is obviously probably the main man at five and a half million for Everton, I would say. Yeah,
0: Um yeah, I will echo your shout with Aston Villa, because they have a, 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 a decent start. Um, and in in terms of your players, who you want to pick, I think Aston Villa actually are a bit like City in terms of selection. I, I don't know who's going to start. I don't know who's going to be uh, playing which position, to be fair, because we've got a lot of choice. You, you, you can't forget about chore and El were who, who are already there and you got Scott McGinn as well in the midfield, mm-hmm. and you've got Ben that's come in, uh, Watkins, Ings. You've got a lot of players to choose from there, so you're not too sure who's going to start. But when it comes to defence, I think it's pretty pretty solid. You've got Martinez, Konsa, Mings, Cash, Target. I think that's for back five right? and for Villa. And With a good-looking start, I think, you know, if they do end up getting two or three clean sheets, if you have two, or two, two, two Villa players in there, you're going to have, you're gonna be back up a lot of points, so we've got a really strong side to look at for the for the for the early stages of the season at least.
1: Yeah, and, and West Ham are a team that I think uh, will probably get a lot of support early on, but it'll be interesting to see if they can keep their their good form from last season. Got... Yeah,
0: yeah. Obviously, I've gone for Antonio. Um, I think it was called goals, but I'm a bit wary of West Ham. So I don't.
1: Think... Yeah, um, you know Lingard was quite key in their success for maintaining that last year. They don't have him. Uh, you know, is Fornaus, Yarmolenko, uh, you know, Bowen, you know, are they going to you know, keep that going forward? Suchek, is he going to have as good a goal-scoring season? Just a few question marks for me for West Ham, so I'm sort of going to watch them a little bit um, to see how those players start to get on. Um, teams that I think that yeah. people should avoid, though, at the moment. Norwich, very, very tough start. Very tough start. I mean, they they play um, Liverpool, oh, Manchester, right. Arsenal with their first four games, so... I think let's <laughs> let's just leave uh, that out. But you know, possibly Billy Gilmore at four and a half million could be a shout at some point um, if he if he's plays creatively and, and gets creative. But sometimes those sort of more defensive midfielders that you know are really good for the team in in recycling the ball and stuff. And yeah, are great players. But when it comes to yeah, fancy Premier League, you want uh, to. And obviously, you know, football. losing Buendia, Um Todd Cantwell is out injured at the moment. Um, so. You know, uh, I'm just not sure how they're going to do. Uh, Newcastle, I just don't think you should touch them with a barge I think they're going to go down this season. Wolves, new manager, not a lot of new stuff going on. I, I don't know how well they're going to start. Uh, same with Southampton, in a way. like They've lost quite a few good players. You know, Bertrand, Ings. Um, haven't seen a lot of big signings come in. You know, had a pretty good pre-season, though. Um, but... You know, I, I I don't know where they go with them. We'll see Adam Armstrong coming in up front, I think might be worth a shout at six million um, at some point, but I just want to see how they get going first. I'm a bit unsure on Saints players. Um, Tottenham, I think Tottenham should be avoided at the moment. I know Sol and Kane were brilliant last year, but I, I just don't know if that's going to click this season, What with what's gone on with Harry Kane, new manager coming in, you know.
0: I was interested in one about Kane actually. Let's I'm just gonna I'm just gonna find out quickly how many people have selected Kane because it'd be interesting to see what confidence people have in that situation. Um, so Kane's coming selected by 17.9%. You'd like to think, well, not like to think, you would think that uh, without the transfer commotion going on, that would probably be above 50%. Let's be honest. So yeah, only 17, only 18% basically um, selected Harry Kane so far is interesting. Um, whereas the most selected, he, well, he's, oh no, Bamford actually. Oh no, Antonio. Antonio is the most selected striker. Oh no, Tony. <laughs> I'm scrolling down, it's getting bigger. So Ivan Tony is the most selected striker at the moment on 30%, 30% uh, followed by Mikael Antonio as well. So them two definitely looking popular um, with Bamford also 19.2%. Uh, just by Hurricane as well. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're one team to be pretty popular um, and they're the ones I've chosen, so for obvious reasons, we're doing something right. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the teams you mentioned there, definitely avoid them for now, at least, anyway. But we may, be, we may get surprised, you know, and I'm I'm sure throughout the season we'll be tripping and changing a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think these are th- good things to consider. But um, And then there's some other teams that, you know, at the moment, I, I think could have possible value in some of their players, but I'm sure Burnley defensively, you know, sometimes they do keep some decent clean sheets at times. Um, but again, I'm, I'm worried that they haven't strengthened well this season. I think they, they will struggle this season. Um, and Watford's again, not too sure on, on where to go there. You know, Josh King, Ismail Assar might be good up front. But I want to see how they get going. First, and Arsenal, a lot of cheap defenders at the moment. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what um, how Mikel Arteta's side start. And I'm uh, just a bit wary about going for Abamyang and Lacazette at the moment after last season, um, quite expensive for potentially not a lot of uh, value back. Um, so I mean, I think that's that's all the teams covered. Um, that's our teams covered. I suppose the only thing left to do now is is give our captain shouts of the week. Yes, of course, the uh, FPL special, we like to give our captains of the week and
0: our transfer of the week. Obviously, with this being the first game week, uh, we'll just stick with the captains and uh, continue the transfers the next week. Uh, myself, I
1: think we're gone for the same one. I think we've gone for Mo Salah. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm captaining Mo Salah. Yes. Um, so both captains. I, I don't think there's any other option um, for that up front. Um, I'm just looking at who I could possibly think of as maybe, maybe you could. I could think about doing Mares if I think he's going to do well um, or, or, or Danny Ings. But, uh, you know, Ings, uh, you know, Villa are playing what for the way, possibly for a goal or two there, but I think Mo Salah is going to get a couple, at least. At, um, all right. Yeah, fair enough. It's, it, so it, it.
0: It, was, it was between him and Antonio for me, the captain, but yeah,
1: can't risk not picking Salah.
0: But yeah. yeah, Antonio.
1: Um, I mean, could be a shout. I've gone three-one uh, West Ham there, so you know that could be a bit of a differential. But I yeah, think uh, safe card on, on opening day. And yeah, uh, yeah if you are got a differential, then uh, it goes down the pan. alright <laughs> Well, that was the first uh, fantasy pod. Um, fantasy, spe- you know, fantasy only pods, which uh, I'm looking forward to doing this season. We're gonna sort of have you know be able to dive into it a bit more. We're gonna have our head-to-head league, and that should give us some good banter as the weeks go by. Um, so yeah, like we said on uh, Monday morning, we will be uh, coming back and doing a review of uh, well the footballing world uh, and uh, and obviously the Premier League games, and then follow it up on the Thursday. We will do our fantasy preview show, uh, which will look ahead to the weekend's fixtures and go through our fantasy shouts and opinions and see who's done best this first weekend.
0: Yeah, buzzing. I think it's been a really good discussion to start the uh, fans show off. Uh, great in-depth chats about our teams. Uh, obviously, mine's gonna be better than yours, but I respect your opinions and your and your analysis. So, uh,
1: we'll, we'll yeah, see well, I mean, I like to think we have both made some some good shouts on some of our different. Yeah, we've I understand We have explained our reasons why fairly well. Um, you know, the the proof will be in the pudding, and we'll see. <laughs> we'll see who gets more points this weekend and uh, and wins the head-to-head. Um,
0: Right, that's it.
1: We'll uh, see you guys Monday. Yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. And good luck in your fantasies.